middle school and high school I go to is like uh, a bit more diverse, so I don't get a lot. But as a child growing up, um, I know a lot of people would always come up to me and like ask like, oh, like, can you teach me Chinese or like, uh, and stuff like that. And they would like do that like eye thingy. And I, I didn't realize how bad it was. Like I thought that like, cause the way they, like, I didn't know what racism was as like a five-year-old. So I thought that it was a joke. So like, I didn't realize hmm. until, like later on. So yeah, it was, like, I'm in the same boat as Lena. I never really experienced hate crime per se, but I definitely experienced some sort of racism or some kind of segregation in general. So with like what Lena said about the whole uh, teach you Chinese thing or are you Chinese or the squinty eyes stereotype, um, I definitely experienced a lot of that myself back in elementary school and middle school. Not so much high school because I feel kids nowadays are a lot more mature to some degree. Some groups of kids are definitely more mature to some degree. But when when we're young, we don't we don't know better. We just we do things that in most cases our parents taught us. So I feel like a lot of the was it the hate crimes, the notions to discriminate other people definitely comes from our, the influences of our parents. Would you guys agree? Oh, definitely. Most certainly. Mm-hmm. Brendan, how about you? Any hate crimes or well, segregation? In my high school, one-third of the student body is Asian, so there's not really any discrimination here. But <laughs> in middle school, uh, I would, like, walk around, and then people would, like, literally, like, call me, like, racial slurs, and I'm like, don't you have something better to do? Like, you know hang with your friends out or something like hang out with your Mm -hmm. friends something like that Mm -hmm. and it was a bit of a it was quite interesting to experience that to say the least Mm -hmm. but as high school yeah it's nothing really and i'm sure college you know nobody really cares everyone's busy doing their own thing but yeah that's pretty much it I feel like, yeah, um, most of the hate crimes definitely do occur within the more adult audiences, right? Like the adult population. It doesn't happen so much in like high school or like our age groups, right? Uh, sure. Would you say that we're getting better or getting worse when it comes to these things? I would personally say that because of COVID-19, I think that a lot of people have been isolated and, you know, they can't really grow their their social skills and and or mature. So, like, I like some of my teachers would talk about, like, how kind of worried for, like, the eighth graders that would be coming in next year as ninth graders because, like, were isolated for pretty much like the entire year and they had had to go through online learning so mm-hmm. they're at a disadvantage compared to everyone else and yes i would say that adults are well yeah hate crimes would occur for adults because you know we're high schoolers college people we're like too busy to like you know yeah yeah prejudiced because mm-hmm. all the all the like news broadcasts that you see is like uh, like old Asian ladies being like pushed over by people for some reason, but but they were like adults. It's not like you know teens doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, some some occur- like some occurrences were caused by teens as well. I th- I believe. If I'm not mistaken, some incidences of hate crimes were caused by teens in the um, in some cities. Yeah, which I, I don't really understand. It's, are you that bored that you have to go 
and make someone else's day terrible and to make them hate themselves for being who they are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Are you that bored that you have to make other people suffer? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Literally, just stay inside. Well, would- a lot of the reason stems from um, they believe that Asians are just so the sole cause of this whole pandemic. And so that they feel like they're, they're putting because they're they feel like they're putting the blame on Asian people and then they need to get back at them, right? Because human nature is to take revenge on the, on the person or someone needs to be punished for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, a lot of it, I think, stems from the fact that so the whole COVID situation started in China. And so a lot of people viewed all Asians as Chinese, apparently. Because people, and... people stereotype that all Asians look alike, apparently. like mm-hmm. Which is not even true. I, I don't understand people say that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I do see to some degree that, yes, we do share certain traits, but like we can easily distinguish each other from each other. There's different cultures and everything as well. Mm-hmm. But some people don't like to listen and just completely disregard everything. Even if you try to educate or let them know that you're you're not Chinese or you're not mm-hmm. Japanese or whatnot. Exactly. So we have a question that needs to be asked. Um, why are hate crimes normalized in the U.S.? And why is this case, especially towards Asians? Why? Oh, sorry. You can go. No, go ahead. Oh, well, I would say one factor for the case of especially towards Asians is because of the previous president because of the previous presidency's stance on the People's Republic of China. It raised sentiments of anti-Asian American hate here because, you know, my God, the U.S.-China trade war is like being bad, ruining the economy. So Mm -hmm. then, you know, older workers would be like, man, I hate China because, you know, U.S. companies are also exporting pretty much everything to the Chinese market because it's just flat out bigger and, you know, really great market to get rich in. So we have workers that are getting... Uh, I don't know what the word would be. Hey guys, this is Daily Reminder that yams are delicious, and welcome to your weekly scheduled show of Young Asian Minds. I'm your moderator, Justin, and thank you for taking the time to give our show a listen today. Um, before we get into it, roll call. Hafsa. Hey guys, it's Hafsa. Lena. Hello. Christina. Hello. Me, Lena. Christina. Okay, so yeah, this week we're running on a reduced, uh, reduced manpower because it's our spring break, right, guys? Spring break! Yes, yes it is. Yeah. But I mean, spring break, but we're all at home doing nothing because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but we do have one extra person in for today. Uh, Brennan, wanna go ahead and um, go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey everyone, my name is Brandon and I'm Vietnamese. I'm a major history nerd and I'm the Fairfax High School Esports Club president and I'm a member of the Fairfax County Teen Advisory Board. Ooh, got all those uh, guy here. Okay. Look at all the merits He's he has. On this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to go into our topic for today. Just right off the bat. Um, so, according to NBC News, there has been a 150% increase of anti-Asian American hate crime um, in most populous cities, so like New York City, LA, and etc., so on. So, I think we can talk about our experiences as experiencing hate crimes, or any kind of discrimination in general. So, if anyone wants to talk about that, go right ahead. I mean... I can go first. 
So, I mean, just a basic overview of myself. Uh, technically, I'm not even considered Asian. I'm Central Asian, uh, Middle Eastern, but my country is not even there. As you guys know, I'm Afghan, and that is in Asia, so I am considered Asian. However, a lot of people automatically assume that I'm not Asian. And then when I ask, where do you think the country was, they give me the most stupidest look. It's like, take a ge geography class before telling me where my own country is. But in general, I've been called a lot of different things. I remember this kid told me my ancestors were the cause of 9-11, which didn't make any sense because I'm not even from Sudi, where those people were from. So they got that wrong. But in long story short, it's just always, where's your bomb, Hafsa? Are you going to make the school explode? If they were gonna say mean things, at least make it interesting. It's like you get you get terrorists every single other day. But yeah, it's, it's I've just learned to laugh it off and ignore it. But to a certain point, it kind of gets annoying because it's just out of nowhere people would say these things, you know, especially at a young age. Kids don't realize it, but they're pretty impressionable. So mm -hmm. Christina, have you had any experiences? Um, personally, I haven't, but with my parents, um, there's like that trope where Asian, Indian Asians are like, or old men or whatnot, they're stereotyped as creepy and pedo mm -hmm. with the pedophilic thing. So my dad, he oftentimes gets comments like that, and it's really uncomfortable and it's not good to hear when my dad's not an, anything like that. It's like, why why group those people together or even mm -hmm. associate um, South Asians like that? All right. Yeah. Because you're Bangladeshi, right? So, yeah. and that's like one getting the wrong, like the wrong group of people wrong. Mm -hmm. And generalization in general is just bad yeah it doesn't go well mm -hmm. well you lena getting discon uh, having discontent towards uh the country china and then you just have like politicians calling it the china virus over twitter for some reason and yeah the this pandemic should be a health reason but it's turned into a political reason here yeah so would you guys say that a lot of what people feel towards asians is mostly caused by our government or like our media yes i feel like uh, media fuels the hate media fuels the hate yeah definitely media is one of the worst things known to man because people will, as soon as they see it, see it on TV, they'll just believe it. And the worst part is, even if you do bring them statistics, stats, actual proof, mm -hmm. they won't believe it. It's It all comes down to their morals. Even though their morals are wrong, it always comes down to their morals. So that's the most difficult situation, especially if it's usually the older, older generation. And a lot of people say, well, they'll die out eventually. But... They have family members. Yes. They have. Um... I do agree with that. Like, um, like what we were talking about earlier, our parents are the first people to influence us as a as a child. They pass down that that certain moral to discriminate and to hate other people for whatever reason that they believe in. Um, so, how do you think we can counteract that? you guys believe you guys think i mean there's always different ways to do it i remember one of my um my friends uh, his school does sensitivity training which mm -hmm. i thought was pretty bizarre when i first heard about it and then he told me about the demographic of his school how it's a majority uh non-person of color so it kind of made sense because the whole kind of course was explaining how certain term terminology can be um I guess identified as racial slurs or racism, built-in racism. So courses like that can really open up your eye and make the person or people or uneducated people understand what they've been doing wrong. More um, 
parent teaching out would that be it would that be the terminology i mean we don't have to worry too much about the parent Mm -hmm. because i i feel as if the kid would Mm -hmm. need it more and the only reason why i'm saying that is because depending on how young the, the kid is it's especially very very young it's it's been proven that hate isn't you're not born with hate it's you are taught hate yes. how to hate yes. something you can have anger towards something but you won't have this brooding hate for example the situation that happened one of the mass shootings it was all um against not against asians but of course it was at a pop a spa i believe that was mm-hmm. with that and it was excused as a bad day which doesn't make any sense like i, I feel as if yes. a dog can have a bad day and it won't chase his bone not murder people there's two different explanations and i feel as if if you start with the younger generation you'll eventually weed out all the negative i guess people so that's what i think mm-hmm. so like like pta meetings or something like that like parents Initially, yeah so yeah so more yeah uh, uh, uh the government does like and like politics, it does like influence um the like racism and stuff. But like as you guys said before, with like family, it it goes through generations, right? So it's also like with a lot to do with like the history and stuff from like the first um immigrants and like with uh jobs and stuff. Cause over in in history, you can see like there is a lot of racism and like towards immigrants for like um taking jobs and stuff and parents tend to teach their kids that like oh uh because of that like they gave them that inconvenience then like they just pass it down generation i fully agree (laughs) the um at one point in America, Irish people weren't even considered white. They were considered a second-class citizen. And then you have stuff like the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882. And then you have, even though like a bunch of Chinese immigrants, they were like the backbone to the transcontinental railroad across the US, stuff like that. Unfortunately, the United States has a long history of racism. And yes, it's tragic. What um, demographic would you say commits the majority of this racist, these racist acts? Because um, my family's opinion um, would be more of the, the white demographic, right? Yeah. The majority of the hate crimes are being done by the, um, the white demographics. However, there has been some with um, African-Americans as well. Not much with um, Latinos, but mostly between the white and African-American demographic. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Racism isn't excluded to white people, but because they've always been in power, it does come from them the most. Yeah. I guess a, a real question to ask is, why do they hate so much? What, what have we done to really shake them up to the point where we must be terrorized each and every day for it? What have we done that caused them to feel so much hatred for us? So like, I wanna talk about, um, how about like our education system, right? We're viewed as the model minority in the US so um well people see like other countries in asia have better test scores so they think that because of that that it's just in like asian's blood that they're um just smarter but it's not about that it's like uh it's just the system itself in asia is like different and it's mm-hmm. but the thing is more we're asian americans not asians so, we, we we were born here we grew up here our lives are entirely different than that of people back home i mean like, 
Yeah, but like, that's, I feel like because it comes from like Asian countries, they don't think that it's because of the education system. They don't think that the, the test scores are from like how well the system is or how like rigorous it is. They think of it as like a population, like, they think that you're naturally smarter, not because of the education, but because like your DNA, Be simply because like Asians, like they're, they've just like, they've always been at the top, you know? Like for the Asian countries have always been mm -hmm. at the top. For well, the I feel like system. for that, the reason they're at the top is because of their culture. Like um, Asian culture is that of rigorous studying if you able, if you're able to be educated more so than the average population you are guaranteed um a higher status in life um but that shouldn't affect how asian americans should be treated right it's a really uh tough subject i mean not really a tough subject there's always a, there's always an answer to it but it's as lena said before it's it's based on history. And even when younger, it's always that smart Asian kid. The smart Asian kid with black hair and the glasses. It's it's just constantly that stereotype. And it's obviously for um, Eastern Asian, but it also can fall in between Christina and I. Uh, for example, I, I've been called too pale for my own for my own country uh if you mm -hmm. look compared to my brother i look like a piece of paper and it's i've been even called myself like oh you're obviously not from there but it's they keep moving back and forth and there's always that or that smart indian kid or the kid who's just with the glasses named baljeet like it's the, the jokes over and over again and it's they always expect ex expect us to be smart they build up all these high expectations and they wonder why these kids just fall or, for example, in that recent um, Virginia Tech thing where they consider us a minority with uh, whites. And it's just, it's a complicated situation that not a lot of people are grasping correctly. They just assume, oh, it's an advantage. No, it's a disadvantage because why are we considered not a minority, but we're still getting treated like a minority? It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're being treated as a group that has the possibilities of a non-minority group. However, we're being treated as a second-class citizen, if you know what I mean. If you guys yeah. understand what I mean. Definitely. Um, you got something to say, um, Brennan? Uh, yeah. In my personal opinion to your original question, Justin, mm -hmm. is that there isn't really one answer. It's like what Hafsa said is history and just a multitude of today's factors. Mm -hmm. It's just complicated and to solve it itself is not an easy one. Like, uh, I don't know, like the letter B on a test easy. It's neat. Everyone needs to come together and resolve it. If not, then it will stay there. Definitely. A lot of people don't acknowledge these these things that happen, which makes, uh, I guess, a person more upset or frustrated because when you tell these people these things, they always brush it off. And it's always, uh, I guess, not as important. And a lot of things that I've realized, and Justin mentioned this earlier, is minorities are obviously racist against each other and even my own uh, my own people are one of the most well not everyone but they've hinted at certain points of racism and it makes me so upset because mm -hmm. it's like who are you to talk it just doesn't make any sense even if you are from my country and you speak a different language people are going to look at you in a different way and it's it's always constantly minorities fighting each other and one day they're going to have to sit and realize that struggling by themselves isn't enough. They need to eventually band together and realize that they're stuck together. And it's, it's a complicated situation. And it's always usually in the media, one group of minority targeted. 
For example, last summer, it was the Black Lives, Ladder, Black Lives Matter movement. And I believe that was a huge thing for America as a whole, mm-hmm. the whole situation. And Americans finally, I believe, I mean, I think in my, I guess, sense, understood what needed to be solved. And of course, our government at the time, it wasn't, I was not appreciative of, of them. And I'm happy those four years of, of hell were over. But... It was a struggle, and I believe they finally made a mark. And then, again, the repercussions. Um, again, with the situation with the Asian hate, it's you can tell there's a, a big difference in consequence. For it's, it's ridiculous. And a lot of people just need to open up their eyes again because we really can make a difference if there's actual trying. Because if we just sit around and watch this happen, it's just going to keep on continuing. Um, going back to the minority standing together thing, I feel like um, when when we're talking about hate crimes and everything, people in minority groups start comparing like their past experiences, like oh this happened to us a few years back too, or something like that. Like they try to bring up their uh, personal experiences and kind of shunt it to other groups. I don't, I don't know if that's makes sense so you're like you're saying that they're trying to one up their bad experiences compared to the other groups yeah. so they're, they're trying to get more sympathy mm-hmm. rather than trying to relate with each other yeah so that ends up splitting us up instead of standing together it's just a battle of racism and inequality like mm-hmm. or racism and equality like that's something i really don't understand as well like we all have a lot of minorities face the same prejudice in different forms, I would say. So, like, if you were to have one problem with something, another group would be having a problem with another thing. We all just have problems yeah. that need to be fixed. It's not just the battle with, like, who has it worse. Yeah. There's no such thing as who has it worse. We don't want to know who has it worse. We want everyone on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. It's not about who has a bigger problem. It's like the fact that the problem is there at all for everyone. Yeah, Lena, we like, um, we just don't want problems at all, right? Because problems are problems. Who wants problems? Uh, Justin, I think she was trying to say is that because some people here in the U.S. don't have, like, experiences of, like, being prejudiced, like, mm-hmm. and it's explained by other people, they're like, oh, that never happened to me, who cares? And then, it like, it just runs off, and there's, like, no actual progress made. Mm. Yeah, that's too. But I think that could be remedied with proper education of the history of certain groups, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, to understand more of, like, how African-Americans were treated throughout their history, right? You could take, there could be, like, um, some kind of way to educate the general populace of how hard they've had it. Or, like, with Asian at the moment, they can people could be educated on how they've been treated throughout their lives and things that people most people have wrong about us. Like in terms of like um, stereotyping, like Hafsa said, most people see the Asians or Asian males as like the nerdy, quiet type at school. And they see like Asian females as that exotic, that exotic catch everyone's looking for. And so I feel that, I think most of us feel that there definitely needs to be more education within our society. But however, there's a lot of this thing where like people see the education, like they 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 get educated, right? But they don't believe it, mm-hmm. or they get educated the wrong. Like they get they get told they get taught the wrong the wrong information about a certain group. I also think that in movies and stuff, like they. They represent Asians that way. Mm-hmm. So people like apply that type of 
stereotype to actual normal people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. All comes down to stereotypes, to be honest. I, I I still don't understand the stereotypes because I just it's it's kind of it's kind of sad because I was talking to my um my mom I believe about this subject and uh, there's the I I guess the ideal type and it's always the uh, you have to be quiet you have to be silent you have to have this amount of like long hair you have to be this you have to be pale skin stuff like that and again it stems down to their ideals and if you go to different countries it's it's always people who are American are preferred and it's even they even hate their own kind I've discussed this before and it's it's again a sad fact that we have to admit in even before we were talking you can only educate people so far I I believe it was Justin who said this you can only make people learn so much but at the end of the day it's what they believe and what their morals are Mm -hmm. so that's that's the struggle today because they can acknowledge the fact that innocent people are getting beat up and they're bloodied and they're bruised but they won't admit that what they're doing is wrong because of what they believe in so that's the main struggle i believe that's the takeaway it feels like history is repeating itself yeah people don't even though we're taught like lessons and stuff in history class people don't like we talked about just a few seconds ago like they don't they stick to their morals they don't learn in the play if that makes sense mm-hmm. um i would say that the majority of people nowadays are be are not being educated they're being you know the term woke right yes people are being less educated and more woke nowadays that's what I, that's how i would say it I think I think you guys heard me say this before. So people are like people being quote unquote cultured, but they're not being quote unquote educated. That's what I'm saying. Is it what I'm trying to get at here is that like you think that people that like read Instagram posts of being like this is happening and then they're like I'm now informed and then they don't mm-hmm. do anything. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. Being able, like, you're just reading an Instagram post, right? But, like, it all comes down to what you do as a person. It doesn't matter how much you write online or how much you obtain information from all these different sources. In the end, it's about your integrity against other people. I think also with, like, news outlets, um, they tend to stick to their beliefs, like, very strictly mm-hmm. so if okay my unpopular opinion um we should control the media a bit more like the mm-hmm. people not the government but the people so in a way i feel it shouldn't be so corporatized because nowadays the media is just looking for any small bit of drama to explode into something bigger because our media is built on the fact that there's drama in our nation the fact that there is a division between each and every american mm-hmm. so this and- might be seem a bit more socialist but maybe more a more controlled source of media would be called for something that's i don't know um Something that's more inclusive in line, like in line with like government, like a government source of media. Something that it's guaranteed to be truthful, rather than being from the perspective of different people. Yeah, I feel like there needs to be a balance in a way because mm-hmm. it's it's just being um, fed to people through their perspective rather than oh, the whole group or whatnot. Yeah. So like taking case, um, like a conservative family would typically watch Fox News, right? And however, they would view CNN as like, like the plague. It's like something that's like, it's 
heresy. That's the word. It's heresy in our in our in our society that they're spreading false information, false rumors about different things in the in our um, everyday lives. So I feel like if we got rid of the fact that these new me- like the fact that the news media can interpret modern day events in their own ways and twist them towards a certain viewpoint, then I feel like um, Americans would be a lot more knowledgeable in the knowledge they're receiving. You guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. But I think people need to step out and do their own resource, like watch uh, more liberal stuff and then watch Mm -hmm. more conservative like outlets or whatnot. Instead of just t- sticking to one, because you don't see all those perspectives and stuff, you just stick yeah. to one, and then you you um, train your mentality to that. But there's that's the problem, though. People, when they watch a different, like a different um perspective, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna view it from their morality, like the, their own viewpoint, due the due to their morality, that's... due to their morals. That's one thing I don't like. I feel like people should be more open-minded than just hop onto judgment trains or whatnot. Which is why we need some some way that they can view a different viewpoint, but not view it as something that's actively trying to go against their morals. Mm-hmm. So like what I just said, a more government-controlled news, news source, right, would might 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 help with this situation um what else guys what else do you guys believe that would help with this whole hate crime and honestly racism in america subject i think well going back to the whole uh news at the end of the day what all of us can do is that we stay informed and that we spread awareness to the best of our abilities and that we try to take action against these things. Well, I mean, then again, all the things I just said were pretty vague and like, you know, politicians say that all the time. I don't don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. So even what I'm trying to say is, even though we are trying to actively educate other people, right? We're actively trying to tell other people that we're not what you guys believe that we are. They're not going to take it. You got to give it to them in a sort of way that they will take it. So, like, spreading Instagram posts aren't isn't going to do anything. Spreading, was it? Um, spreading news sites from like certain um, like from like liberal from liberal news outlets or conservative news outlets won't do anything. There needs to be a more middle ground source of getting information. Every source is gonna be biased. You can't. I don't. For me, I don't believe that there can ever be a, like truly like. A middle ground for like political news, just because everyone's gonna be biased. Yeah, everyone's gonna be biased. It's gonna. Yeah, it just for for all these. I'm sorry. Okay. For all these um like all these like big news outlets, like you know they report on certain things more than other things because it's beneficial for them monetarily, and. Which is, that's exactly my point. They do it for the money. They don't do it just because it's the right thing to do. So maybe a news source that's, is, that isn't so reliant on monetary value, right? Maybe that would make uh, America better? I think at the end of the day, people kind of just have to, like... You know, rather than stick to one news source, they have to, like, you know, watch more than, like, two news sources. But how like, would you get people... Wait, wait, hold on. 
But how would you get more people to do that, though? That's my that's my question to you guys right now. How would you get more people to watch from a different perspective? Okay. Well, I've mentioned this before, and I'll gladly say it again. It mm -hmm. all comes down to education. Education is the biggest thing in the U.S. Well, not the biggest thing because we're ranking pretty low. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, it's the truth. But that kind of goes play into the fact that it's uh, people grow up and they leave with a mindset in high school. So that's why I believe we should have proper classes and proper education on different things like this. For example, current events. I remember my teacher isn't even allowed to mention current events or talk about it because it goes against code. Well, mm. we should have a conversation like this because stuff is stuff like this is important. Why would you want to write an essay about stuff based on books thousands or hundreds of years ago, and especially how that's not important. And they, and all these books are written in the perspective of the winner. So it doesn't make any sense. So it all comes down to education and classes that properly educate children on these, these real life problems. And if you, people did get a proper education, it probably would help a lot. Well, that's also the thing. If you allowed like teachers to start, you know, expressing political stuff, they're going to like, in, they'll possibly influence their students. And then like, it's just like, kind of, kind of bad. Because I, I personally like, I like the fact that like, you know, my civics teacher in like eighth grade, you know, she presented herself as completely neutral. You couldn't tell what the hell she was thinking. She was just presenting the thing. It's a completely unbiased source. And I loved mm -hmm. like learning stuff in her class. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. No, and I, I understand that too. I completely brain it. I get what you mean. And I feel like that's important. But the main point of what I was trying to say is just current events people are pretty blind on. And I feel as if people are just trying to ignore what happened. Like a lot of... For example, the Capitol attack that was brushed off so quickly compared to different events. That was treason. That was extremely illegal compared to other things that, that happened. It was unreasonable. And it's just it's ridiculous what people can get away with. And it all comes yeah. down to who you are. Physically. In my eyes, that was a failed coup d'etat. It, it was an insurrection, to be honest. Yeah, that was... That shouldn't be allowed in our in our government, like in our society in general. <laughs> exactly. I I still don't understand how they got away with it. They're but still they're still arguing about how who should be at fault for that. And there's no uh, news uh, clips of our previous president saying they should storm the Capitol. So it's a whole situation and it's it's shocking what people can get away with here, especially if you're the right person. Mm -hmm. All right, coming back to the Asian the Asian American hate crimes. I cannot speak today. Um so we should talk about the twenty twenty um that Atlanta spa shootings that happened a couple weeks back, right? Mm -hmm. So eight people were killed at two separate salons in Atlanta, Georgia. Six of them were age of Asian American um of Asian descent, while the other two were they were white, right? Or I don't think it was. Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard. Mm -hmm. But right now, I believe no one's labeling it as a hate crime yet, just yet. But let's argue about this. Um. No one's arguing about like saying it as a hate crime yet. However, the the evidence points exactly towards a hate crime. It's both both salons, right, are labeled under the name names of of Asian Americans, like typical Asian American um, salon names. Like, wasn't one of them um, Young Parlor or some of that? Okay. I believe so. I don't remember the names exactly. So yeah, they were under the names of Asian Americans, while 
the people inside of them were most likely to be Asian American. So yeah, one of them was Young's Asian Massage. That was one of them. Uh, let's let me look up the other one. So yeah, it's just tragic and unfair. Definitely. Agreed. Does anyone else have anything that they want to talk about before we wrap this whole thing, this whole thing up? Um, okay, so with this whole corona situation, there was also uh, another uh, incident that happened back in 1982 with the murder of Vincent Chen, who is an Asian-American man. And he went to a club in Detroit, right, to celebrate his upcoming wedding. Mm-hmm. So... The killers, who were two white men who had a father-son relationship, they apparently beat Chen up um, with baseball equipment, which is uh, very disturbing to even think about. So ultimately, the killers did not receive like any prison time. They insta- instead received um, a fine and their reasoning to this whole um, beating or violence thing was because during the time the Japanese car manufacturers, they were like succeeding like and booming basically. So the father lost his job due to this and he was grouping Asians together. And although Chen is an Asian American Chinese man, he, he was pulled into all this so i feel like it was portrayed as a japanese yeah so i feel like uh. this situation and the corona virus situation kind of relates to each other in the sense where it's people grouping and mm-hmm. yeah i feel that we do need a more we need to educate people on distinguishing um or like knowing that there are different groups of Asians. But like in the first place, don't hate on every Asian. Don't hate on a certain people for something bad in your life. Cause in the end it's not their fault per se. Mm-hmm. But we do need to up our game in terms of being able to know that there are different people like back in the day right um with the whole chinese exclusion act um that wasn't just for chinese people that was for every asian coming from asia anyone who looked east asian in some way like regardless if you're vietnamese japanese or korean right you were excluded from the from the u.s and with the Japanese internment, they mostly targeted towards the Japanese, but in the beginning, right, they were still prejudiced against non-Japanese Asians, such as the Chinese. And so, we, us as Americans, we have not changed in the past how many years? 200, almost 300 years since our creation. We still view, like Americans still view us as um, as Asians as one single entity rather than a group. They still view us as like parasites in our society, in the society. Mm -hmm. I think. So I feel like. hmm? Go ahead. I think another thing is that also because of the whole increase of anti-Asian hate mm-hmm. people like some people that are like you know have been informed of this they think it's a thing that it's like oh now it's happening but like with the it's always yeah with like the 1992 Los Angeles riots like it was a yeah, thing about police brutality the riots started because of mm-hmm. that but then like rioters like literally targeted like Korean stores and Vietnamese stores because there was tensions between them and like the African-American community 
and it's a deep-seated problem that has no easy answer to it. Mm-hmm. So we, what we're just trying to say, right, is that we do need more education in terms of tell, letting people know that we're not all the same people. We don't want to cause harm. We're not what you believe us to be. We're not, was it? We're not just a pack of animals randomly eating whatever we find on the street. Like we're not bat eaters. We're not dog eaters. We're not. We're not all that bad stuff that you call us. At the end of the day, we're all human, mm-hmm. and that's what people need to mm-hmm. do their thick skulls. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we're about at the end of our time today. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Everyone, thank you for tuning in today. I know it's a bit more serious in in terms of topics than what we usually do. Um, maybe a bit more grim as well. But this needs to be talked about more. This definitely needs to be more addressed, whether it's in the Asian American population or any other group. Um, Definitely. So before we wrap up, let's all thank Brandon for joining us for today. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, Brandon. All right. And before we wrap up, as Justin mentioned, thank you so much for tuning in, listening. We're in listening in. We're trying our best to use our platform to spread awareness to this very fragile subject. And don't forget to follow our Instagram, Young Asian Minds, for updates. Thank you so much. See you guys next podcast. Uh, before we leave, um, there will also be links labeled in the description that will direct yourself, that will direct, direct you to ways to become more informed. I know I talked about hating on the in, the whole Instagram, whole Instagram um, mass spreading information thing, right? But there are going to be links in the description that will also help you be more informed and maybe ways in, on helping the whole Asian American hate crime crisis at the moment. Yeah, thank you for tuning in, guys.